If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Oh, you know what, Nick? I've just read the loveliest message on our podcast from Wendy from Durham and she said thank you you made me smile uh, which I think is lovely she said that she'd been feeling low and struggling with her self-belief but we both mm-hmm. made her smile and she said with our bad jokes our nothing to do with me Wendy I'm innocent in this well I can I can assure you Wendy's not talking about my jokes because <laughs> my jokes are funny anyway uh Eva I've got some really good news for you you know uh, Dave the drummer yeah 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 I, our mate uh and he's he sports to his wife and his wife anyway she, they've just had twins oh oh that's so nice what they call them did they say yes they did Anna one Anna two <laughs> We're the Speakmans, married couple, life change therapists, authors and TV therapists. We're also mum and dad to Liv and Hunter. Five cats, one serval, two spiders, two lizards, a snake and a scorpion. And we'd actually love a goat and a few chickens, wouldn't we? Well, we would, but I think we've got enough to be going on with just for the moment. Uh, But we really do absolutely love what we do and helping people to deal with their anxieties. And they might take the form of things like panic attacks, OCDs or phobias. And this is the place where you'll hear what others like you have overcome and our approach to these kinds of issues and a bit of clever theory too, because what we really want is for you to be able to make a change in your life. So go on, last chance to grab a biscuit, This is Making the Change. (laughs) Like that, yeah. I actually do like that. That's actually really funny, Nick. Well. See, Wendy, actually, he's actually pulled one out the bag. That's funny. Anyway, let's carry on with uh, with what Wendy said. So she said, uh, you asked us to ask questions. Mm -hmm. Mine is, how is it possible to lower your barriers to allow yourself to enter into a new relationship? My previous relationships haven't worked out and I'm scared to take the chance on another one. But of late, I've been feeling lonely and I would love to meet someone. So yeah, so that's her question. And and again, obviously, I think that when she said that she's struggling with the self-belief, there goes, you know, why she's struggling to get into a new relationship. But it's always the same, isn't it? It's dragging your previous partner into your current relationship. It oh, always yeah. happens. Yeah, I mean, obviously, because she said herself that her previous relationships haven't worked out. Yes. But then, you know, how many other things have we all done that might not have worked out? You know, you might have cooked something and it I'm going to say that's out. the one I always go to. You know, how many times have you, have you cooked a meal and you burnt it? Rarely. Uh, <laughs> 
Hey, you were quick, quick on the mark there then, weren't you? Because I, I was coming up with something entirely different for you. But anyway, but you don't stop eating, you don't stop cooking, do you? you no, don't stop absolutely eating, not. So. No, you don't, you don't. And that's the thing. And what you kind of do when you, you know, you, so you go through one or two bad relationships and then it's almost like you're punishing your prospective future your new soulmate, your yeah, new yeah, partner yeah. For, for issues of the past. But I suppose the thing is, Wendy, is why might those relationships have been bad? Because ultimately, perhaps Wendy is choosing bad partners and that's where the issue lies. And that could be as a consequence of low self-esteem because we see that so often when somebody has had their confidence in relationships sort of tarnish or they've been in bad relationships they kind of in essence what it is is that someone has low self-esteem they don't think that they're good enough so they choose partners that aren't good enough for them Do you yeah. That? yeah 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 our life will become what we're willing to tolerate and yeah. same with relationships so Absolutely. if you're willing to tolerate a bad relationship because you're grateful that you know that they're having a relationship with you mm-hmm. then it will never be good you know so i think the start of making any relationship better is feeling better in yourself isn't it and realizing what you actually deserve yes that's a very good point isn't it that is it so i think yeah so the the first step would always be build yourself can you say that and we all deserve the best completely let's not lose sight of that and and i know a lot of people don't feel that way but why not? Yeah. Well, you know that obviously because we've got our new book coming out. We have. I'm very excited about it. Yeah. Uh, which is called Everyday Confidence. Everyday Confidence. So because we need it every day. We do. That's why we call well, it Everyday well, we need, Confidence. We need. Well, we call it Everyday Confidence because we need confidence in, every day. In, in everyday situations. It's just simple. Isn't it? it does what it says on the tin, but it's <laughs> no, not a tin, is it? It's no, a book. But, no. Yeah. But when we say Everyday Confidence, because we need confidence in so many different scenarios. So that might be going for a job interview. That might be even you know speaking to someone in authority that might be going to yeah. work that might be confidence in a relationship in a friendship and, it, and it's funny how some you know everyone's confident in some context well this is but so if you can be confident in any part of your life then why can't you be confident in all your life and that's well, what the book's about isn't well it? it is but let me tell you so obviously because when we wrote the book i did it what well, we both did but you know i'm going to take full credit for the studies the side of things i did loads yeah. of research yes you did and what was really interesting was that studies actually showed that you are happier as a person the higher your self-esteem so high self-esteem would relate to a high level of happiness whereas low self-esteem would usually go on to relate to a lower level of happiness so having high self-esteem having confidence in yourself it isn't just about sort of situations oh can you hear that knocking you're fixing our roof I know, they're still at it, they? at it, Yeah, well, you know, they, they said it's going to take four weeks. They've been at it for five weeks already, and they're still, they've only done a third of it. Yeah, I nearly, they nearly, they nearly but, got an eyeful, I've got to tell you. I came out of the shower, parading around the room, and then just out of the corner of my eye, caught the scaffolding and heard a banging sound. I thought, oh my goodness. He could have fallen off that the scaffolding, could, yeah, the poor bloke. Yeah. But anyway, so um, that research... That was a lucky escape for him, that. <laughs> How dare you? But yeah, so I think that self having a good level of self-esteem is obviously really important for happiness. And I think that sometimes there's kind of this, well, what's the difference between self-esteem and what's the difference in confidence? And so, you know, so self-esteem is your opinion of yourself and how you perceive yourself to be. 
So that's that's self-esteem. Yeah. Whereas confidence is actually relates to something that you like a skill, for example, which you've practiced and you've built up and you've become confident in it. So self-esteem is is our perception of ourselves, which as I say so often, our perception of ourselves is so often massively inaccurate because our opinion of ourselves is based based upon upon. how other people have made us feel. So if you've been around bad people, they may have made you feel bad and therefore you might have a tarnished and inaccurate low level of self-esteem. Whereas if you're around people that champion you, that love you, that support you, then you will have a higher level of self-esteem. But whereas confidence, and because people so often will go, oh, you know, I'm, I've got I've got no confidence. But, but the truth is, we're all confident in something, aren't we? Yeah, and if you're confident in anything, if you use that feeling of confidence and you put it into other areas of your life, you can be confident in everything. Yeah. So I think where you, what you've got to distinguish is what we're talking about here and understanding what your low self-esteem is about. You know, the, the symptoms of low self-esteem are vast, aren't they? So, you know, it's being self-critical, which isn't, it's so, it's so bad because that means that you're kind of being knocked daily. Well, do you know what? One of, the, one of the biggest ways that we're self-critical is looking in the mirror because we don't look in the mirror and go, I look amazing. Or, you know, very few people do. Most people are looking for, for errors faults. and they're looking for yeah. faults, aren't they? Yeah, yeah exactly that. So uh, you look uh, in the and, mirror and, looking for faults as opposed to looking in the mirror going, whoa, yeah, hot look stuff. Yeah, look at that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's really where it needs to start. But, you know, so that you've got self, you know, people are self-critical. They might not take compliments very well or uh, assume that compliments are often are not true. You know, how often have, have we heard people go, oh, you know, we'll say, but has, you, has you, your husband, your wife, your partner, your parent sort of complimented you and said nice things about you. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, they're bound to say that. They're just being biased. So by saying that, what you're saying, they're liars. Because that's what you're saying, isn't it? not to say anything. You know, if you're not accepting a compliment and you're not believing what people that you love and respect and cherish are saying to you, you know, you've got to consider that's like you calling them a liar and that's really, really unfair. But, you know, the best way to start building your self-esteem is just two simple words when somebody gives you a compliment, you know, because instead of going... Say, say something negative which so often occurs it's amazing because i like giving compliments to people because i think it's really important we don't do it enough but it's amazing how many people when you give them a compliment they go i, I, I love your jacket oh i've had this ages oh yeah no. oh your hair yeah. looks lovely oh god it needs cutting my roots need doing oh you look like and they just like, no, bat no, it off with something yeah. um so so the the best way to address that two for, simple for both, words yeah but that's for you and for the, the person that's giving you that compliment but yeah two simple words and that's thank you you know, if someone's giving you a compliment, whether you believe it or not, just say thank you. Because the minute you start to bat it away, then all you're doing is contributing to your low self-esteem and calling that person saying, you know, well, what you're telling me is not true. So I think saying thank you is both it's great for you because in two very little simple words that you've said a million times before, just by saying those words, you're starting to build your self-esteem. But also it's a nice way of gifting the, the recipient with with a sort of acceptance and appreciation of, of the kind thing. So there's a lot of symptoms, isn't oh, there, gosh, of low self-esteem? Yeah. So like, obviously, if you're saying self, being yeah, self-critical. It's not, just about, it's not just about looks, is it? It's about things that happen in your life, you know? So you might get that job that you get, you know? So you get, that, you get a job or, you, you know, something really good happens. And instead of realising or having the belief in yourself, well, that's because I did that, I achieved that. You know, every goes, oh, no, I'm just lucky. I'm just lucky, yeah. 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 And, 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 then, and then that turns into imposter syndrome, doesn't it? Where people mm. think, 
you know, I'm going to get found out that I can't do this job properly. I don't know why that. I've been here, you know, and how many times have I said to people, well, how long have you been there? I've been here 10 years. But they'll find out I can't do the job. Yeah, it's yeah, amazing, yeah. isn't it? It's like, and, and even when you went for that interview, you know, did, did, did they just give you the job? And they go, no, I had an interview. I'm in here, oh, two, three interviews sometimes, isn't yeah, it? And how many yeah. people were there? And, you know, and, and how many applicants were there? I remember someone, uh, the last time I asked someone about that, they said there was almost a thousand applicants for the job wow. and they got the job. God, but they didn't think they could do it. Sensational, isn't it? But like you say, how many times do we hear that imposter syndrome? Loads of times. I shouldn't have got that job. It was just pure. It was just lucky. They'll find or, me out that I can't yeah, do it. Or, or like if they win a competition, like for example, because it's a skill, you know, whether that's a, you know, even even a friend of ours at the local church. Do you remember they were doing they were doing like a, a in the village a mini bake off scenario, and and she won it, and she said, oh, but there wasn't many cakes in the in that category. Well, there were still cakes in that category. Yeah, so wasn't many, yeah. Yeah, but she still, you know, she still won it. So again, you know, another example uh, is that you don't give yourself compliments, and you you never think you're good enough, or or you might think that you know you blame yourself for everything. But a lot of those things, then people want to stay under the radar, and yeah. they don't want to be seen. Do they? You know, and then that's a, that's a life wasted, isn't it? If you don't, if people don't know who you are, and you're just trying to hide away all the time, and yeah. you don't want to stand out. Yeah, no, when you should stand out because. You know, every single person. Everyone's individual. And, and, and so and we've all got, and everybody has got amazing talents. Without it, everybody's got something that they're really good at, really amazing. Can I come at. back to not blowing our trumpets enough yeah. again? Because you know it's something that I like to talk about. <laughs> you and your trumpet. Yeah, but people never blow the trumpets yeah, enough, so no. they don't feel that they are amazing when everybody's achieved some amazing things. Yeah, and it is, it's really sad when you meet some of the, you know, as, you know, we, as, as we do and what we do, for our, you know, we, we meet people who you just think are absolutely gorgeous, like, and not, not just on the outside, but on the inside, you know, this lovely person that's sat in front of you who you can, you can, you know, you can see they've got such a good heart, they're so kind, they're articulate, they've got really interesting things to tell you. And we, as, you know, we can see that, not just as, as therapists, but, you know, as people, you know, can see this exceptional human being sort of sat in front of us and yet they're just telling us about how unlovable they are how you know how they can't do things how people don't like them how they don't want to speak out because they probably get laughed at you know so you've got all these things or or, 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 you know oh you know I hear people whispering and I know it must be about me or I remember saying to somebody uh, she said oh nobody at work likes me and and I said oh have they told you that and she said, no, 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 no one's actually said it. And I, like, oh, I just know. Uh, I'm so, just a mind reader. <laughs> yeah. Which is what I'm like, oh, yeah. oh so you're a mind reader, are you? Well, well, no, but, you know, you can you can see them, you know, they're talking amongst themselves and I know that they're talking about me. And I go, but but you don't know that. And, and you know, you're not a mind reader, for one, and you don't even know what, what no, those totally. people are, are saying, what they think of you. And the thing is, people are actually too busy getting on with their own life to be, to be whispering about other people. But... I was, I'll say things like, well, but if you actually saw somebody physically whispering, maybe they were saying something that was so private and so embarrassing. They were just telling somebody that they trusted. Yeah. And, and you're making it all about you. And that's, you know, that's not fair either. But moving forward, if someone's got self, look, we, we need people to raise their self-esteem, to realise how incredible And the best are. way to do that is... Well, our go-to timeline. Yeah. It's, 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 be the, it's the start of moving forward, changing your life, a timeline. Well, because no one's born with or without self-belief or with or without confidence. It's something that's built and acquired through life. So, so if, by going through your timeline and going, right, okay. Uh, and I think it's good to, uh, to put it into sections. So preschool, 
what happened in that that that, that was challenging or potentially traumatic for me and then primary school was anything that happened there then secondary school during those years and then then my university years or my early and 20 work, years and, my first and job, then my, my first job. job yeah did anything happen in those situations that could cause it and then if that was the case how did we perceive it uh, how did you perceive it at that time and and and, and go through it yeah, you yeah. know and, and like some examples can be parents arguing and, and divorcing at a young age and and in fact, at the last workshop, someone said to me, and I was, uh, I think it started, I was four when my me, when me dad left me. You know, I was like, sorry, your dad left me? Well, did he leave you? Who did he actually leave? You know, when we got to the point where actually, he didn't leave you, he left your mum because he didn't want to be in that relationship anymore. And, and the like confusion on this lady's face when she realised that actually her dad never left her. And he'd always been in touch with her. Yeah. But she was carrying this burden all the time. And funny, just actually funny when we're talking about that. Do you know Eva? Oh, God. You know when you do this, do you know? Yeah, well, well, you you know, what's the biggest cause of divorce? Just what we're talking about divorce. Yeah, what's the biggest cause of divorce, do you know? Well, I'm guessing cheating, but I don't know. No, actually marriage. That's funny. Well, well, it is, isn't it? Because if people don't get married, they won't get divorced, would they? So, you know, it's obviously marriage is the cause. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'll give you the Anna one, Anna two. That was funny. Right. I enjoyed Can that. You make, what about this? What if someone had a belt mm. full of watches? Yeah. Right. What? What do you think about that? A belt full of watches? Yeah. Don't know. Waste of time. Oh, I think I need yeah. a gin. <laughs> uh, there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss quality sleep is essential that's why the sleep number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature sleep number smart beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together jd power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store and now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Um, <laughs> oh, a gin. Yeah. 
I didn't. I do you know. What? I saw a bottle of gin recently that sounded really nice. Orange and ginger. Not heard of that. I've seen an orange gin. Oh, just while we're talking about flavours of things, right? You know, I like my mint teas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and one of the things that I've not been able to get, oh, yeah. uh, butter mint tea. I know what's my favourite. Butter mint happened? tea. Can't get it anywhere. It's a butter mint tea. Uh, and I actually looked on. I was trying to find some the other day, and I was searching, and I found some on an online retailer. What would cost when they used to sell it in supermarkets? I don't know the best part of like one pound fifty. One fifty yeah. something, right? One pound fifty a box. Fifty-seven pound. Shut up. I, I, I kid you not, honestly, trying to sell buttermint tea for £57. But I found a hack, right, and this is the thing, right? So I didn't realise that buttermint tea is actually a combination of peppermint tea and vanilla tea. So nice. what I did, I ordered some vanilla tea bags, and now I've got, I'm doubling up on my cup of tea. I've got vanilla and, and peppermint. And it, it's not exactly the same, but it, but it's close. Yeah, well, it's I'm enjoying it. Flipping yeah, 57 quid. quid for a box 50, of tea yeah. bags. Shocking, yeah, yeah. I don't know what's happened there, but anyway, anyway, so we're going back to things that you might write on your timeline that might go on to affect your, your self belief, uh, your your confidence, and like you say, so I think that's a really good example divorcing parents. And I think the, the way forward with that one, because obviously, what we're saying to you is you write a timeline and then you've got to consider how did I perceive that back then, and back then, like using that example, my dad or my mum, whatever it is, left me. Yeah, so no, it's how, you, it's how no, you word yeah. and then and then because don't forget anything that happens in childhood, then you make sense of that and your perception of it is as based, a child. Yeah, exactly. And and once that that behavioural reference that schema is set up, it doesn't change. So that you know, in later life, you might go, oh well, you know, my mum and dad got divorced, and you might then reword it. But it's too late because the behavioural reference remains the same. So you've got to... And so the only way that you can actually alter it is by addressing it. So, so yeah, so going back to that timeline, you might have things like parents divorcing or that you might have been brought up in a volatile home and that you believe that your parents couldn't have loved you enough perhaps because that volatile parent, you know, might have been violent because they were an alcoholic or because they had issues of their own. And again, what I think you've got to understand is that you were born into a volatile home. That home but it wasn't volatile because, because of, of you. you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Totally. So, so it wasn't done because you created it. It was just the home that you grew up in. And, and that's something that we can't change. We can't change the home that we grew up in. We can't change our individual parents. But what we can do is we can we can change our perception to something better by realising yeah, that, and... that these sorts of things. Or, or and, and Another one, Nick, that I hear a lot and, and, and see on timelines, which you probably remember, obviously... As soon as we work together, you'll have seen it as well. But it, it's something that I always, I always find very interesting that people don't realise or they underestimate how having a younger sibling can knock your self esteem because you know there you are, you know so you might be an only child for say, all about four you. years. It's all, all about, about you, and you know, and you've got your parents, you've got both of their attention, and then all of a sudden this new human being comes along. And you feel second best? Yeah. Because and- suddenly you aren't getting it. Because the fact is, you're, uh, and particularly if you like, if you. I don't know if you're four or older, right? Your parents know that you can look after yourself yeah, now, to, a to, to a degree. Yeah, you're not, you're not, uh, you're not, you're not going to be Yeah, not going to leave on your own. Yeah. yeah. Do the ironing <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. No, but you but, can, but to a degree, you can look after yourself. Yeah, so you this new baby yourself. comes along and the baby can't do anything. No. So there's more attention paid to the new baby than there is to you, and suddenly you can feel resentful. Yep. 
Or you can feel that because your parents are having to tend to the baby more because the baby can't do things for itself. Yes. And again, it goes back to a child's perspective of this, that you might perceive that as they actually don't want to be with me anymore when the truth is, and again, changing that perception, making it more accurate, you've got to consider yeah. what would have happened had they not tended to that baby as much as they, they had to. It wasn't because they chose to, it's because they had to. And that's the difference. And again, it's not about you. And as you know, if you um, change the perception, you change the behaviour. Behavior. Yes, exactly, because our thoughts, so. which is based on the perception, create thoughts, and that creates our feelings, and then from there, that creates our actions. Uh, so. Funny enough, actually, someone uh, said only said to me uh, yesterday, they just said, can you do anything about changing how you wake up? And, and, you know, they were saying, you know, some days they wake up great, some days they wake up grumpy, and I said, uh, I said, yeah, I said, I know exactly what you're talking about. I said, because some days I wake up grumpy, and other days I let you sleep in. <laughs> You are being so cheeky. Yeah, I must tell you that <laughs> I, I always wake up with a very pleasant disposition. Well. Um, but yeah, so going back to the uh, the timeline, another thing to consider that might make you feel bad about yourself is if you have a grandparent or particularly a parent who what you might perceive is is very critical. And again, you know, you've got you've got these parents here that have got high, may appear they've got really high expectations of you, and then you feel that you can't ever do anything right because they're always going, well, you know, you should have done it like this, or well, next time you need to try and do it like that. And again, perception being, well, my parents are really critical, or my grandparent, whoever it might have been, because I'm just not good enough. Whereas how I see that is actually that you're, you know, so you know when we have children that we we want them to be a better human being than we ever you know we want them to to surpass everything that we've done we want them to have more experiences we want them to be cleverer than us we want them to have more adventures and more amazing things in their lives and and what i see that as actually and giving this as a a, you know a, a positive spin on this is that okay you know listen there is no handbook in life there is no kind of instruction you're not born with an instruction manual so your mum and dad don't know that this is how they should put this across to you but what they're actually saying is i love you so much and i want you to be a better human than i am so next time you do this why don't you try doing it like this or why you know because ultimately what they're doing is they're trying to make you a better human being yeah so it's not criticism they're trying to you know i, mean, I can uh, see how if you've got a parent who's constantly I, well, going on it might seem that way. parents or grandparents i remember I and mean, it's a long time ago that we saw a, a girl who was in a terrible mess because she just thought people didn't like her. And and it started off when she spent some time with her, with her grandfather and by accident she scratched his car and he said, I don't like you. Oh, my goodness, I remember. Do you remember? I do. Uh, and, and actually, I don't think he finished the sentence off probably because he probably said, I don't like you because of what you've just done or for doing that. But then she took it on board that her granddad didn't like her and then someone at school didn't like her and then she thought everyone didn't like her, you know, just because of these one-time yeah. sentences that she'd taken on board. And, and, and actually, if you look at that situation, yeah. the grandparent, instead of shouting at her for scratching the car, which is, you know, a lot of people would just shout, wouldn't they? They'd go, you know, what have you done to my car? But instead of shouting, he's probably tried to go, listen, I don't like you 
because of what you've just done to my car, you know, trying to be calm. And yet she's she's seen it in the wrong way. And what's really interesting is that even after he said that, because I remember the girl that you're talking yeah. about, even after he said that, he did so many acts of kindness after that. But it was Loads, always, but, she, but she didn't take them all, on board yeah, at all. Because it comes back to that then. <clears throat> he didn't like believe, me. He doesn't like me, but so he's, he feels obligated to be nice to me as opposed to the truth. Another one, I think, is, is, is school, because school teachers can have a big impact on, you know, they might, you know, well, look at you. You know, you were told that uh, you won't amount to anything, Speakman. Unfortunately, you met me and now you are where you are. But, you know, <laughs> do you let that one go? My sure. insult filters up. <laughs> it didn't pass through. Did uh, but, yeah, I was, if I want to really absorb something, I've noticed that I, that I look off into the sunset and I, I sort of, I visualise pictures and that helps me remember things. But and, your uh, But uh, my, my picture, yeah, because I used to sit near the window and, and my teachers, you know, was always shouting at me saying, you're daydreaming and uh, you'll never amount to anything. But obviously, yeah, so wrong. Yeah, yeah so yeah, wrong. I should, um, but a, but a yeah. teacher just says things in the moment because they don't actually yeah, it's, really it's, know yeah, you no, it's not, it's just, out, do they? Do you know what it is? It's because they're frustrated and angry in that moment, and that's all it is, it's that moment. Yeah. But that moment, one moment, one word, one sentence can change your life. Yeah, but and uh, you know, people laughing at you in class uh, is another way that people feel bad about themselves. Again, not 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 appreciating that if somebody else uh, said something or did something that you would do the same, but nobody actually remembers you. Uh, being bullied at school or being bullied anywhere in life is is, hu- is is has a massive negative impact. Bullying doesn't stop at school, does it? No, and I think what people don't appreciate is that often bullies bully because it's their it's their own protection because they have this philosophy, albeit maybe an unconscious philosophy of of bully or be bullied. So it would suggest that they come from a home where they've seen bullying potentially, and as a consequence of that, they now know that if they don't bully others, then they yeah. might be a target, or it might be that they feel really bad about themselves and they see you and you've got some amazing qualities they can't cope with that so they try and pull you down or in relationships particularly you know friendships but more so in relationships you know you've got somebody that might talk down to you that that really is mean to you know I make no secret of the fact that I was in an abusive relationship before I met you I was made to feel like I was worthless useless pathetic I'd really low self-esteem what I didn't realize back then but do now is that you know, that person saw something nice in me, something amazing, realised he was punching above his weight. So to have, to prevent me from straying, tried to pull me down. So I felt really bad about myself and felt lucky that he was even interested or, you know, sort of bothered totally. about me. So I think one of the, the things that worries me a little bit about, about people, because what I've noticed is as well, is that people's self-esteem seems to have got a far worse since we've had access to things like social media and particularly young people well all people to be fair but it does worry about younger generations in that they see these images on social media we all see these images on social media and they're often so unrealistic because even absolutely one one of the worst things for self-esteem is comparison yeah Right, and and you know we've we've always done it. We do it for years, and and what we're doing, it's sort of like you know if you we're comparing, and, and all the comparisons are false anyway, even prior to social media, because you know you, you're comparing your year twenty with someone's year thirty, mm. and expecting to be the same as them, because and you can never be because oh. you've all got different times and so on. However, now 
with social media, you've got, like you say, people put filters up. We, we saw someone recently that we know really well, and Liv said, look at this photograph of her, and I'm like, who, who the hell is that? And it's someone, that, and it was like, they put filters on, didn't recognise the person, right? So there are so many false comparisons out also, there that make you feel worse. But also false events where people fabricate these photographs, these events, that they've just been to, done something, yes. when actually they might yeah, just yeah. be stood outside it or something that looks similar because it's like, oh, you know, that's a great Insta opportunity. And again, we know of people that have done that. Of course we do. So, and, but yeah, you've got, you've got other people that have no clue and they're looking through social media and seeing people living, living what appear to be these... In- oh, my God. Yeah, them banging around there. Yeah. Uh, with these uh, incredible, exciting lives, with these uh, this beautiful figure and amazing makeup, and and often lose sight that that is not you know that isn't reality. The answer to that is never compare yourself to someone else because it's always always a false comparison. The only comparison you should ever make is to yourself. Yeah. Am I better this week than I was last week? But, I mean, we've done it with our daughter and, and said to her, and, and, you know, we've always said, and we've said it to the people too, look, go through your Insta, go through your Facebook, go go through your Twitter, and, and the people that you are seeing cropping up on there, ask yourself how they're making you feel. And if they're making you feel angry, if they're making you feel like you're not good enough, if they're making you feel like your life isn't good enough, if they're making you feel like you're not clever enough or whatever it might be... Stop following them. Stop following them. Because it's not their fault. They're just cracking on and they don't, you know, they're just doing whatever they, they want to do, whether that's true or fabricated or, or otherwise. However, what's really important is how you feel about yourself. That's right. And a lot of those people, the reason why they do that is because they've got their own issues and they're trying to mask something that oh they've got. Oh, my goodness. Got. I mean, remember, I will never forget when our hairdresser was telling me about a daughter and she said that she went to buy, they went, they went, she wanted these new, these new trainers. She was like going on about all these, I want these trainers, they're amazing. I love them. Months. Wanted them for ages. So she says, right, come on, I'm going to treat you. We're going to go. So they, they go off to the shopping centre. She tries the trainers on. She puts them on, absolutely loves them and then starts taking photographs of them. Fine. And then her mum says, well, do you like them? She said, oh, mum, yeah, I love them. She said, right, well, go on then. You can have them. Our hairdresser thinking, like, you know, I'm doing a really lovely act here. And she said, no, it's all right. Uh, I don't want to get them today. I'm just going to put them on social media and see how many likes I get. And if I get enough likes, then we'll buy them. Blows my mind. But it's happening. It's it's happening. Do you know what? Can I ask you a question? What? You know that the roofers are knocking. Yeah. What do you think they'd do if I knocked back? (laughs) They might make them jump. I don't know what they're doing. Uh, well, like, it, it, there's lots of creaking and squeaking out. It sounds like you trying there to do is. squats. There is a lot of creaking and squeaking, <laughs> isn't there? Yeah, know, but, but listen, I think... Yeah, I anyway, think, t- listen, time's going on. But right, I, think, so. in, I think what we've got to say is, right, you know, if you've got low self-esteem, if you've got a lack of self-belief, you've got to get a timeline, find the origins, find the things that are in your here and now that are affecting it. You've got to take action. Change your perception of those life events. And don't accept that you're born a certain way. Don't go, well, I've always been shy or I've always been this or I am this. You're not anything. No. You can be anything that you want to be. It's as simple as that. you can change at any time. I mean, flipping like I was like 20 when I met you and I was not the person I am today. No, honestly, you know, we can always, every day at the start, any second you can go, right, I'm now going to be this person. I'm now going to change this in my life. And, you know, and if if you don't, feel confident do it take on this new character and act it first yeah give yourself a rehearsal give yourself a rehearsal but then don't forget on that timeline we always say you've got to write a list of positives and that is the true person that you are for every act of kindness that you've given yeah. for every every job or or every
every exam or every test that you've passed, for anything that you've made, even even made, if you've made a, a beautiful meal or a nice cake, or you've given a hug to somebody when they've needed them, or you've ever been loved, or even you've done your hair good one day. You know, the, the fact is, that was you that did it. You know, you are unique. You are amazing. If you have ever been liked or loved, that's because you deserve that, you earn that. You are lovable, you are unique, and you are exceptional. You're amazing. Go on, set an alarm, and make sure you're back here same time next week. And in the meantime, hit the subscribe button on your favourite podcast app. We'd also love a boost in confidence, Eva, especially if you're enjoying our podcast. Leave us a review, let us know. In fact, like Wendy, tell us if there's something that you'd like to ask us, if there's some changes in your life that you'd like our information on, and you can do that by putting hashtag making the change. Or you can come and find us on Facebook, The Speakman's Official, Instagram, at The Speakman's, or Twitter, The Underscore Speakman's. So I would like to say a big thank you to our producer, Anushka Tate, for Orion Publishing limited and a huge big thank you big hug from us to you thanks for listening so until next time you keep making the change bye this podcast is not a substitute for medical or psychological intervention nor is the content intended to replace therapy or medical help or advice. We would therefore always strongly encourage you to speak with your doctor or health professional about how you are feeling and also to inquire about counselling or therapy. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.